Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. Young Blood. Just look at this place. Dust, cobwebs, tilting towers of black books from a bloody haunted fairy tale. I can't see. Hold it still. I can hardly hear you. Let me just put my earbuds in. I'm on the fast bus. It's bumpy. At least you're alive, so to speak. Just about. They nearly killed me, though I fought harder than I knew I could. And that means something. Plan a real de vampiri din Europa. And even I don't need an app to translate that. Vampire clans of Europe. Hmm. At least 50. With photos. <laughs> it's a guidebook. Show me inside. As Siobhan flicks through the dry, heavy pages, clan after clan flashing by, I see for the first time the wide, dark ambition of our kind to build, expand and rule and I get why Mayor and Austin want to buy into this power and why Mam wants to conceal it from me Basically, they're everywhere The whole clan thing means when you have one bloodsucker you have an infestation but you already know that Though I doubt Austin does Dealing in human beings is going to prove way harder than dealing in dodgy art especially if he's got the Transylvanians in on it I reckon he's no idea what's about to hit him. Can you try and delay Austin? I want to arrive in LA before he does. Hey, who's there? Speak of the devil. Oh no. Quick, put me in your pocket. Though there's nothing I can do to help you now. Only me. What are you doing here, hiding in the dark? Come on now, I certainly didn't have you down as a reader, Siobhan. (laughs) They're all in Romanian anyway. It is an ancient Transylvanian library, honey, not the book aisle in Walmarts. Come on. Bed. I have a crazy week. Can I come? Whoa. Why would you come? I'm just delivering the girls. But where to? Their deaths? Or somewhere even worse? <laughs> yeah, I'm craving a proper greasy all-American cheeseburger. Plus, I don't like being here alone. It's creepy. Ask him if he's coming alone or with the bearded mob. It's not creepy. It's authentic. But I'll get someone to stay with you while I'm gone. Definitely don't do that. No, don't do that. Wait, wait. There's something I need to say. Uh-oh. Okay, but be quick. I'm... <laughs> well, actually, funnily enough, didn't see that coming. Pregnant. I beg your pardon. We're having a baby. Okay, maybe worth a try. What? No way, I... Uh, that's amazing. I, that's the best news ever. Well, maybe if you're his baby mama, he's less likely to suddenly sink his fangs into your neck and suck you to death. Is it? I, I can't believe it. I, I never thought this would happen. Me neither. long after midnight in this grubby bus depot looped with unlit Christmas lights. It reeks of petrol, rat and dog. And all I want to do is unfurl my aching limbs and race straight to find Gully and Delphine before Austin does. Hi, I'm off the bus at last. Coming straight home. You okay? Why haven't you called? Hey, where are you going now? Oh, we could share a cab? Just wait till you hear the gossip about Siobhan. Please, leave me alone. I've had a long journey. I just want to get home. Listen, I can make it worth your while, lady. No, I'm not interested. Sorry. Excuse me. Are you okay? 
Is he bothering you? Yeah, he's a creep. Hey, thought we were friends. Come back here. Leave her alone. Didn't you hear? She just wants to get home. We're all tired. What? Who the hell are you? Uh, uh, thanks a lot. Bye. Hey, come here. You interfering. Get away from her. What? Jack? Okay, maybe I expected Jack to smell me from afar and greet me on arrival. But I'm still shocked by the force and speed with which that malign flash of shadow moves across the forecourt. What in God's name? Jack, no! <laughs> Within seconds, Jack's gone. Only a delicate red spray like a devilish frosting marks his presence. He's clearly left this half-drained corpse for me. And I'm ravenous, so it's hard not to sink to my knees and feed. But I refuse to be his hungry puppet. So I just walk on, trying to stay calm. I just want you here, Rose, to celebrate. How awesome is not getting older. And I have you to thank for this gift. Rose, I lot think we can put everything off till tomorrow. I've left cleaning this fridge for four years, so we certainly imagine we have eternity for difficult conversations. But but now you've been to Stoica, and now Jack's in your life. The time has come for me to tell you what I should have revealed long ago. Oh, and the spa looks sensational, by the way. And I hunted again on the words, just to be sure. God, I feel so strong. Maya, being strong means knowing when to conserve strength. Because Jack's here and he's already grabbed a quick takeaway. But we've big trouble ahead. And call me the minute Austin arrives. If Jack's still wearing those ridiculous man sandals, make sure your clock is mucky little piggies. Delphine, are you here? I look at the pink fairy light still aglow, still strung, hopefully along the bookshelf. The fridge is still stacked with her loving, virtuous meals, but the roses are dead and the scent of her is faded. And on the table sits just my greasy plate, and I reckon she's not even been back here. Uh, A perfumed, uh, perfumed pressure uh, right within, smiling, smiling, enjoying my loss, smiling at my pain. And I'm suddenly scared. I need to immediately get Gully out of this cruel father's arms. Cool, huh? Not everyone can get in, can they, boy, eh? No, they can't. What the hell? That was you in my mind. I thought it was a warning from Gully. <laughs> Sorry I scared you. But all the best things are scary at first, aren't they? The scent of my boy on the night he was born? Whoa! Terrifying. But mental trespass freaks everyone out. You can tune into my feelings. You've really never done it. There's so much I've not done, so much I don't even know we're capable of. And because of it, we're all in danger now. Well, if you feel that way, there's things I could teach you. You can read my thoughts. Only the obvious ones. <laughs> the sound of Gully afraid in that monster's arms is worse than the feeling of Jack frolicking through my private mind. Hey, stop worrying. He's fine. Hey, I hope you enjoy the apprentice if I left you. No. Now, two questions. Why are you here and how long are you staying? I've taken a vacation and I need to make sure my son's settled. Did you know you Oh, yes, I did. He's clearly got plans for Gully and right now me and Maya aren't strong enough to stop him. 
He's very unsettled, and for good reason given what I reckon's heading our way from overseas. Not to mention the changes in his home life. Oh, really? Whose fault is that? You had one job. No one asked you to turn his whole crooked family. I love Gully. I'm glad he exists, but you started all this. Uh, no. Yes, you did. Why are we even squabbling? Look, I didn't think it was possible, to be honest. I needed the dough. Bryce even survived it. Aren't you? She's old. Though right now she's pretty amped about not getting any older. Oh, yeah. The birthday party. <laughs> Look, basically I thought the pregnancy would kill her. I don't think it worked with any of the others. The others? Well, if you're tall with muscles and good teeth, the books in these top-notch clinics are off the scale. You should sell an egg. Well, seeing as I've probably lost my job, I might have to... Well, in that case, what Mayor and I have to share with you will be of interest. Nope. No way. I have my own life. With Delphine. Or rather, I did. Mam, what the hell? How's Jack able to get in my mind? Did you want me innocent of all this stuff? Well, it's not worked. It's just made me ignorant and vulnerable. Call me. As I slink across the lawn, I see every lounger around the pool is taken. Birthday balloons are tied to the back of each one. Bunting is strung between palm trees. But there's no sign of Austin, Alina, or the old-style bruisers. And no Delphine either. But there's Maya, pulling an ice lolly from her dark lips and leaning up from her lounger with a genuine smile. You're back! Grab a burger and a cocktail. We're keeping things super low-key until big celebrations this evening. Hey, Galay. Oh, come here. My boy. And I scoop him up from her arms, press him close and inhale. Our bond like two pieces of a puzzle locking in place. Oh, and uh, happy birthday. I've not been to one of these for about 200 years. Really? Your clan don't celebrate? No. Never known the clan who do. That's sad. Hey, Rose. We've been talking about you all morning. You and Cole. And there he is, leaning up from a lilo in the middle of the pool, raising his sunglasses with one hand, studying me steadily. That's the name. Don't you just love it? Cold. Jackson knows. He created it. Jack's such a great guy. All of a sudden, Maya looks down into her cocktail as if into a wishing well. She seems dopey. Maybe tipsy. Or just sad. What are you even talking about? It's our signature scent. Cold. A fragrance for everyone. Can I give you a sniff? Jack slides off the lilo, slithers through the water, hops up onto the poolside on one bicep, then wraps me and Gully in a moon-cold, muscular embrace. Our three bodies are the exact same temperature. So good to inhale you up close, Rose. So distinctive. So familiar. Oh, I'm sorry if my civic spooked you, Rose. You what? Those cat creatures at the back of the spa? He needs some of their perennial glands. Jack's such a great guy. Though they make good bush meat too if you're desperate. I never travel without them. I glance down at his toes, and Mam's right. They're longer, thicker, and more muscular. Like firm, mucky fingers. Which means he's old style. He roosts upside down. Austin's nearly here, by the way. Classic manure. Is he alone? We'll have to see. And he winks to try and frighten me. Sorry about Delphine. What? 
Why? What's happened to her? Well, I can't get her at all anymore. Nothing, just air. She must be continents away. No, shut up. Is he lying? Or has she really run away? Are you thirsty, Rose? Jack made us a fragrant cocktail. Jack's such a great guy. I call it scent-enhanced mixology. Jack's such a great guy. Oh, will you please stop saying that, Maya? I know who Jack is. Wait, hang on a minute. Tell me again, who's Jack? Jack's such a great guy. As I turn to glare at him, he puts his hand over his lips to smother a smile. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist it. She's so easy, so trusting. Jack's hypnotised you, Maya. <laughs> and I look at Gully and wonder if maybe this cruel trickery is how his father slid so easily back into all our lives. Don't be silly. Jack's such a great guy. Focus on my fingers. I'm going to reawaken you. Wake up. Ouch! Has anyone got any painkillers? My head hurts. You shouldn't do that. It's abusive. Well, fun. Do you want me to teach her? No. I don't want any lessons from you at all. I do unreservedly apologise. So, are you thirsty, Rose? I had something on the way. Me too. So easy to decide. It's because in LA they're all actors. They're practically throwing themselves at you. We eat ethically. I hope you do too, Jack, because that's the dietary model we want Gully to follow. <laughs> Quickly, she's herself again. But it shows Maya's still new and more vulnerable around this nasty male than I feared. And we both need to be very careful. Jack's had this idea to exploit the direct link between the olfactory system and the neurological pathways that replicate the feeling of touch. The customers want to feel like they're being touched by the perfume. Actually, yes. Humans are lonely. Any contact is welcome. And we need you with us right from the beginning, Rose, because you and Maya... Are cold. I have no idea what you're on about. But I know you're using the perfume to distract us. Focus, Rose. A new fragrance is called Cold. And you two are the face of Cold. You're it, our brand ambassadors. Because you are your authentic self, Rose. And that's what cool is. She's right. I've seen a gazillion models who think cool is having the right hairstyle or the right handbag or the right friends or the right profile picture, but really, it's simple. It's just about knowing who you really are. <laughs> That's a joke. That's the one thing I don't know at all. Uh-oh. They're coming. Suddenly, both Jack and Gully lift their snouts and lengthen as one, becoming a dog still. What's happening? He's almost here. But who comes with him? Oh, that's a surprise. Austin is swaggering across the lawn in a white suit and wide-brimmed Panama. No sign of any others. Just Siobhan in a leopard print mini dress and shades, staring hard into her phone. Actually, I invited him, though I sure as hell don't remember inviting her. Not him or her. The new one. Just rising. New one? He makes a curve over his belly then lifts both palms into a shrug. Okay, well, I hope no one's going to try and tell me it's Austin's. None a possible, folks. It's hard to tell, but there's something inside of our right. Well, it's not a moral conscience, we know that for sure. Quite a shindig. Dude needs to work on his upper body strength. There's no sign of any Transylvanians, neither Alina nor the old ones. Oh, it's you, Rose. I can't say it's a pleasure, but just look at my boy. Wow. Give him to me. 
I glance at Maya and she nods. Austin and I have decided to be friends, for Gully's sake. Friends with lawyers. Austin, I'm sure you remember Jack. I sure do. Hey, buddy. Then Jack grabs Austin with a hard, back-slapping hug and their inflated chests slam into one another. And yep, I'm sure this first meeting is a complete performance. Great to meet you again, bro. Thanks for all you've done for my son. Well, he's my son, actually, but let's not fall out about it. (laughs) They're definitely up to something together. Hi, everyone. I'm Siobhan. So great to see you again. I think we've all met before. Maya turns away from Siobhan's outstretched hand as Jack leans forward to shake it. Nice to meet you, Siobhan. You both smell great, by the way. She shivers slightly at his touch. But is it his supernatural nature she's responding to? Or his sexual one? Siobhan, you've had a long journey. Maya? Okay, I'll get someone to show you to your room. I do want you all properly rested for later. We're actually in a hotel, all pre-booked, utterly unchangeable, miles away. Siobhan moves away, glancing meaningfully at me over her shoulder. She pulls out her phone. I assume my guests can stay here, though. Looks a big place. I can get you exact numbers of how many I'm expecting soon. Hi. It's me. I know it's you. Well, listen, I've discovered Maya's business idea is to extract her own freaky blood, spin it in a centrifuge, isolate the unique age-defying properties, then charge mega bucks to re-inject the platelets into her saggy old clients. Did she do clinical trials? Sure, of course she did. But that's old news, because it's not what Austin has in mind. Whatever it is, it'll be worse. Maya, can I have a word? As Austin settles himself in a lounger, I put a hand around Maya's hard, icy waist and lead her away from the crowds. Who has Austin invited and why? Business contacts. She looks unnerved, but not ready to confess her fears to me. Am I right that Austin supplies your staff? The girls come in to work at the spa. I thought it was the Englishman, but now it seems so. It's impossible to get locals. They won't do the hours. So these workers you're importing, they're not just doing manicures, are they? Oh God, kid, stop being so dramatic. They're volunteering to try a treatment. Because just like you can't turn crude oil into gasoline without refining it, we have to refine the essence of who we are so we can share our natural process widely and safely. Open your eyes. Austin and Jack have their own plans for those women, and I reckon they're not acting alone. For a second, the thought flickers darkly and she looks afraid, then inhales and rallies. Jack and Austin don't own this business. I do. But I need to know what Austin's up to. So I head towards the barbecue, where I see Siobhan is already queuing, hungrily, for meat. Hey, don't forget your driving lesson. Over here for prime beef and bun, singles... Siobhan gnaws at pork ribs as I fill a bun with a slab of raw burger and chew. I try not to think about how unsatisfying it is. Who are these guests Austin's on about? Hmm. No idea, but they're coming by train. Oh, God, no. And the women? Alina and the ones who think they're coming to work in the spa, where are they? On a cheap flight. They get in later. Listen, the big vampire guidebook's back at the hotel, but I've translated some on my phone. Originally established in the Italian Riviera in the 19th century, the all-female inhabitants of Rim V. Bo de Culpa moved to Hollywood in the 1950s, establishing an outpost there until... 
Until what? I didn't get time to translate further. But we can guess. Look at those girls. Lounging around asleep or taking selfies. Vampires. The lot of them. They're gathering Rose. And most of us only come out after dark, so there'll be more later. Hey, what's that? Hip flask. Full of holy water. Siobhan! Over here! You need to rest. Wait, you've not heard anything from Delphine, have you? I've tried her loads, but it's out of service. Call me if you hear anything. Hello? You gave me your number? We've arrived... Alina? Is that you? Hello? Hello? Oh... What's going on, Mal? Oh, shut your gob, girl. Let it wash over you. Can you feel them? The tension. Ah, a sour knot of nails, close breath and whispers. Oh, it's not a great signal. I'm too far away, but listen. Feel it, Jack, Austin and that old foe of mine, that Englishman, plotting. Ma'am, can you get inside the meaning of conversations? Uh, not all of them, only certain... Close ones. Close? You can't feel my conversations, can you? I needed to check you're okay. Delphine seems a top lass. I hope you find her soon. Oh my God, no way. That's a complete violation of my privacy. As well as a terrible reminder that Delphine's gone. You know what I reckon? They're after a clan. Jack and Austin want a clan? Including Maya. Odd, given we've been pushed to the margins, victimised, abused and hunted for centuries. So you reckon Jack and Austin are going to use those girls who think they're coming to do manicures and Maya thinks they're coming to test her injectables to form a clan? And what if not just Elena, but Delphine's part of the plan? And I reckon they've invited the Transylvanians over to help them. Oh, no. And they're after you, Rose. Because at Stoica, well, he won't exemplary. Big messy scrap, basically, but you proved yourself stronger than anyone thought. They know now that they can't control you. Unless they kill me. Wait, can you search for Delphine? Find out where she is? No, I, I need a, a more direct connection. It really only works with, well, just you and Jack. Me and Jack? Ma'am? Ma'am, what do you mean? Oh, God. Mum, no! Hey, Rose. Uh, I'm on the highway. I don't want it to look like I'm running away, but... Basically, I'm running away. Because I overheard something and... Lucky you, I recorded it. The girls have arrived. We'll move everyone in as soon as my guys get here. They're on their way. Slowly. Does it work fast? Usually. Those girls are young. We do it and leave them overnight? So, just one last thing to deal with. Leave it to me. She's mine. I have to think of my, uh, whatever it is, child, hopefully. Oh, and then um, Maya said you're getting driving lessons. I tried that, but he frightened me, the guy. He said, as a new driver, you have the ability to end your own life and dozens of others in an instant. Said we have to know exactly how a car works before we started driving because anything else is totally irresponsible. Realised I didn't know anything about how cars work, so I'd better not risk it. 
Oh, not sure why I'm telling you this, but just be careful, Rose. Bye. She's right. I need to know who I am and how I work, what I can do. Boy, come on now. This is how we do it. You're okay. I've got you. I'm remembering how it all works now. All our powers. Gully's tiny spine is pressed into me, and the air is equine and sweet. There's a full moon, a litter of stars, and moving this way, I feel stronger. The faster we go, the more unbound I feel, freed of expectations of who I am and who I can be. Now we're really seeing what our kind can do, Gully. This is the old way. Back when we had shipyards and ropeworks and fishing and explorers. And best of all, this. Horses and... Oh, hold on tight now. Chases. Can you feel the pelt of the night on your face? Can you feel how gravity fears us? The party's at full swing in the distance, but as we come closer, I see lights on at the spa and many pale males moving within. The warm scent of her reaches me, and it's her peeling an orange one morning. In either the past or the future. And perhaps now I'm working out who I really am and what I can do. My mental powers are strengthening. Ah! Delphine! She's here, boy! Gully! Really? We're at the Sparrows. You're the only person I can think to call. We are afraid. Oh, no. Through the spa windows, I see willowy figures lying on beds, resting like characters from an illustrated fairy tale. But what can we do about this? Gully and I can move as one, like an arrowhead. Rose? What the hell? Delphine? Alina? Are you here? Get back, Rose! You're out of your depth. Where's Delphine? I know she's here. Stand back from her! She's not allowed in here! Security! Security! As we move forward, the men scatter, but we block their exit. I fought your mother, Rose, and if I have to, I'll fight you! Gully? Are you holding them? You're holding them! I know Delphine's here. Give her to me. Steady, Rose. Let us explain. Get your fans out of my face. I know what you're up to. When I turn, the Englishman's pouncing towards me. But Gully does his best, slows him so I catch him like a fly. Now you, Austin, come here. What the hell? Run! Whoa. Classic bloodbath. Mayor's spa looks like an abattoir. How are you going to explain this, Rose? But cool work from my boy. Here, give him to me. Wow, Gully. Super strong. And that was fast, sure. But you're both way too exhausted, girl. And I think I might have just started a war. Feels good, doesn't it? Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.